1: to Hurricane Hotline on the home of the U, AM 560 and FM 96.5 HD2 WQAM, driven by Williamson Cadillac. For value, style, and performance, visit Miami's premier luxury dealership. Click williamsoncadillac.com now. Here's Don Bailey Jr. and the voice of the Hurricanes, Joe Zagaki.
0: Joining us on the show right now, University of Miami women's basketball coach Katie Meyer. Hurricanes will open up the season with a couple of games coming up this week. And coach, how would you describe your emotions as you embark on this season? Excited, anxious, or something else?
1: You know, I think it's joyful. I mean I I, I uh it's an incredible amount of work to go into the opportunity for us to compete and um you know you always have nerves you always have things you didn't think you got in and you're always going through the what ifs but um listen i'm i've been on this mantra for about five months now it's like day by day come what may and then find the joy you know and that's that's there so I'm, I'm excited for my players i'm excited for the staff i'm excited for the administration just to go out there and show um how grateful we are
0: so this season brings uh, many challenges not only on the court but off the court as well so Uh, as a head coach, perhaps maybe the most challenging to the start of a season?
1: You know, I think so. Um, You know, mix in some of the situations we got going on with some people out and stuff, and uh, I think it would be challenging regardless. Um, But at the same time, there's just – there's opportunities as well, and um, we've had an opportunity to do maybe a deeper dive into just – one-on-one time with players conversations um getting more of a pulse of the team uh you know i haven't been on the road recruiting uh, okay so that's a real opportunity to have more time um just being skill work and just one-on-one so um you know there's there's positives and negatives but you know me i'm always going to find the positives you know
0: you did mention recruiting and you are a great recruiter can you talk about the impact of recruiting now basically from south florida what adjustment have you had to make?
1: Well, I'll tell you what, we got two of the best players in Florida in our signing class, which was fantastic. Um, honestly, like Julia Williams and Jasmine Roberts are really good. and you know, they're going to be player of the year in their division, uh, state champs, probably both of them again. And, um, so it was nice to have known them, have had them on campus prior to COVID. And then, um, regardless of COVID, I mean, they were two absolute targets on our list. So, um, it, you know, it came, Jasmine was pretty early on her commitment, and and Julia took a little bit longer. But um, you know, I think they were canes from the beginning. So that right away put us in a really exciting situation, and then we added uh, two other amazing players. So um, it's a great class for us. <clears throat> but it was nice to know. Like I think a lot of coaches ended up signing people they hadn't pl- pl- seen play live. I mean, we are not in that situation because we had done work early on this class.
0: Is it is it um, in terms of the recruiting? uh i guess it's all virtual recruiting and you show them the campus that way i would imagine also right because they're not allowed to make visits to campus
1: exactly they were not and i mean it's it's even funny even um carla area which is a croatian player that uh is transferred to us um she was transferring leaving wyoming during the spring we had a visit set up we had to cancel the visit carla had never even been like east of the mississippi and chose miami on based on our virtual everything you know and it was like incredible like you know just trying to show what we could on our campus luckily um that's one of our big sells, you know and, and i think we've missed some of the the weather advantage of, of the miami or bringing someone to the beach or whatever but um when when you have a creative video staff like we do on campus i mean our our external our marketing and and promotions department here is amazing and um i thought we put together some really really good stuff just for everyone for the fans for the public and for recruiting
0: it had to be the halloween video that put it all right over the top
1: (laughs) that poodle skirt might have put me over the top
0: (laughs) I, i mentioned uh this to you last week on our television show this is your 16th year at the University of Miami, how time flies. Have you do you take time to reflect on where you were, where you've been, and where you're going?
1: You know what I do, I, I put the kind of the pressure, not for myself, but I I, I, I want each Team to know that there's a legacy here, you know, and I want like these seniors to know that we're on a 10 game postseason streak here in this program. Um, It's their team this year, but it's also the program, the community, um, what we've accomplished, you know, 10 straight postseasons. There are not many programs that can say that. And so you don't – I use that more so as a standard, um, as pressure. Um, I, you know, I, People say don't put pressure on someone. I say, well, then they shouldn't be in athletics because we want pressure. And I, I hope it doesn't turn into stress. But if it turns into stress, it's because you didn't prepare. But if you know you're good and you're ready to go, um, you know, you want it. And so I'm, you know, there is pressure here because this, this program is, is one of the top 20 programs in the nation year in and year out. And um, that means something. Yeah.
0: I look at it and, you know, sports today, uh, there's um, quite a bit of uh, turnover and volatility in sports wherever you look. You look at your program and I see continuity.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'll i tell you, there. When when I was 16 years ago or 17 years ago um, at Charlotte, just happy as a clam, thinking I would stay there forever, it took something very, very special. But I think what it took for me to leave and to come here was this sense that they saw their coaches as educators and instructors and respected on campus. It wasn't like athletics was the thing that bothered professors. There was a great, you know, some universities, it's like athletics versus academics. This this university is about leadership, like, and it's small enough to where there's a special leader in the music department. I want to know them. They have nothing to do with my program, but boy, I love special young leaders, and I feel like the professors feel the same way. And so that really grabbed me, and I've never lost that about Miami. I think we absolutely celebrate leaders and special, special, the top 1%. In the world, in your age group, you're at the University of Miami. In the world, you are something special already. I want to meet you, and I feel that way about this campus.
0: And while I mention your program as continuity, probably the greatest compliment, you have lost assistant coaches who have become head coaches, one you're going to face and Derek Gibbs who went on to, to North Florida. So that that's a compliment that you've lost a couple of coaches, one to Marquette and one to uh, North Florida. People knock on your door, and when they knock on your door, to me that means they want a little bit of your magic.
1: Yeah, and Stetson as well. Lynn Bria was here as well, and she's the head coach of Stetson, and now Keeger's at Penn State. So yeah, I'm proud of it. And then we got some young coaches in the in the works here. Um, besides my staff, we've got Morgan Stroman and Shanice Johnson back now on the sidelines and taking advantage of a very special year where they're allowing um, the non-coaching staff, the two non-coaching staff members to sort of act as practice squad players and managers because you don't want to have a ton of managers and a ton of extra students around your program. And so two of the best players that have ever played here are, uh, you know, on the practice squad this year, really helping a lot. And they're both very special. They'll be great coaches.
0: When you, when you look at your team or talk to your team, is there a difference between demands and expectations?
1: Um, yeah, I don't know. It depends on your internal motor to me. I mean, Nobody can put anything on me that I'm already not wanting, right? Nobody says to me, hey, if I challenge you, you're going to go harder, Meyer. Like, that doesn't happen. Nobody can over-expect and over-demand of what I'm already thinking about. So it sort of depends on your motor. Um, You know, I wake up in the morning, and uh, I demand that I'm going to have, first of all, some type of a really joyful belly uh, belly laugh at some point uh, before I bring my intensity you know, I, I know that about myself. So I'm going to find a way to get a workout in and get something or release some of that so that when I come, I'm just like, awesome, right? I know that about myself. I know how intense I am. And um, I don't shy away from it. And I feel like we recruit players that put that same type of pressure on themselves.
0: So as you embark on this season that gets underway this week, what are some of your expectations of your team?
1: Well, I'm telling you what, if, if we ever get outworked and outplayed and out hustled, um, it, it stops and starts there. I mean, there's nothing else to talk about. So one thing that I try to do, uh, certainly with this particular team, is to give small achievable goals so that um, we're not in the clouds with some dream that's just out there, right? This year, especially you know what, we're going to go to tomorrow. If we play harder than Jacksonville plays, then we shouldn't have to worry about much. Like that's the kind of thing, like real simple goals, real short-term goals. Um, and and because, you know, you start thinking about what ifs, what ifs, what ifs. This year, it's not the year to do that. It is not the year um, to worry about what seeds you're going to be in the NCAA when, you know, you're trying so hard to get to tip off. So um, a very, very narrow focus this year.
0: Not only is it – uh, going to be a grind because of the circumstances, but the league is added to league games, which you think is a really good move, and so do I. Uh, but this is a really competitive league. Your coaches, you uh, selected Louisville as the number one team in the league.
1: Yeah, I think they're going to be really special. I wouldn't sleep on Syracuse either. I think um, it, the people that just don't really know uh, – what Syracuse's roster had sort of sitting out. They have internationals, they have transfers, they have this kind of thing. People didn't just went from the standings last year and thought, okay, well, but uh, Syracuse has a lot of talent too, but it's um, like I said, you project, I'm not much into that. I'm just not this. uh, I never have been, you know, you always tell me, I coach speak, but I never have been, uh, but I'm certainly not there this year. I am very, very narrow. I know we got to pass, we got to catch, we got to box out. And if there's a loose ball, miami better grab it first i mean that's really how narrow we are right now
0: would you say uh your strength is going to be your perimeter play in your passing game
1: i really think that our what makes us interesting what makes us going to be a difficult uh matchup for some is definitely our our experience at the guard spot but more so the the length in some of our newcomers and then some of our emerging. So we had two first-year players last year, uh, MJ, uh, City Baba Johnson, Melena Johnson, and um, Destiny Harden, and um, they they showed greatness last year. Okay, they're consistently being very great right now in practice. So those are two players that – had certain roles, MJ got hurt, Destiny came on for MJ, and the two of them together are being really consistent, really, really sharp. Okay. So that's great. And then we added length in Naomi and Nyonga um that are going to be interesting talent. It's it's creative talent. It's not your typical I mean, we have a six four freshman that shoots to three as well as anyone on our team um and runs really well. So it's interesting how we'll use her. So that that's where our interest is. That what makes us unique.
0: And, of course, you have a couple of senior guards in Banks, in Marshall, and Mason.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they're going to be, uh, They, you know, they got a lot on their plate. You know, um, I know the news is coming out about Mikea and um, just a tough, tough blow for our team. Um, you know, you run an offense with a, you know, you're talking about a, a Shane Larkin, Chris Likes kind of offense where everything's a ball screen, everything's a ball screen. Um, that was the plan. That's been the plan. You go back to Renee Taylor, uh, five foot two. I like little guards. You go back to Jessica Thomas, you go to Raquana Williams, you go to Adrian Motley and you go to Makia Gray. So, um, we still have that ability, but we absolutely have to change a lot of our offensive, um, concepts, um, and, and be a lot more over the top and a, a little less ball screen.
0: As I mentioned before, you, um, I've always put together a great non-conference, very challenging non-conference. And because of our circumstances, it's a more local non-conference. But in addition to that, you have only four games before you jump into the ACC schedule against one of those teams that you said don't sleep on. That would be Syracuse. So uh, can you find out enough about your team in those four games? Or I guess there is no choice, right? You got to find out
1: right right and i don't think anybody's going to i mean here's here's something that people aren't really talking about which has me you know where my mind is a little bit on the eve of a game is uh is is officiating yeah. all right we have constantly had um scrimmages uh inter-squad scrimmages officials come they come for free they get their work in you get your work in. you ask them questions they give you feedback hey coach you know what that's gonna be a file this year hey get your play get your hands off coach here's the new rules like All right. We haven't had one single official in a practice due to the COVID restrictions. And um, now we had the option to get some non-Division one officials in. But I mean, we're going to go safety first. So as much as I love my assistant coaches, they're not great officials. (laughs) So I think that's going to be across the board. A very, very interesting thing to keep your eye on is like, how are they calling the game? Like, you know, we're going to be low in numbers. People are going to have rosters down. You see it in every sport. And then if we're tic tac and everything's a foul, it's gonna be interesting.
0: You uh you, you play a style that's very aggressive. Have you been able to practice that way because of of uh, of the virus or worries about the virus? Have you had to make any adjustments? <laughs>
1: what an adjustment had to be today uh Shanice Johnson and and Morgan Stroman are fantastic so they're great but we were down a couple players today and stay before game and uh there was a scrimmage happening and there was great flow and so guess who had to jump in and scrimmage was uh me (laughs) (laughs) so I I was like oh it's been a few years since I've had to do this but the, the we had two practice squad guys that are been in the bubble but they're home for break so i uh, jumped in and um taylor mason kept screaming somebody get my coach out i don't want to hurt my coach somebody get my coach out so i don't think i played very well but uh that's where you are at right now
0: did you make a three
1: you know what? I made it a great assist. I really did. And, you know, I, I was the one I said, I got back. I got back. I never rebounded. I just ran and did my defensive transition. But um, I, it was it was it was really funny, but it was one of those split decisions. I'm like, well, that's me. I'm next up. Let's go.
0: Well, we'll wrap it up with this, because you're you're always you're great on about every topic, and we are at Thanksgiving. We started this off by saying I asked you what your emotion would be, and you would say you said grateful, and that's probably the appropriate appropriate emotion for all of us at this time of the year, no matter what.
1: It really is, uh, and and it's you know th- there's a couple words I love, and one's encourage. Um, you know, I think that people are lacking courage. People are scared uh, in I want to put courage into people you know, and I want to put courage into my team, not just cheering for them, but saying, Hey, you know what? We got this, you know, I, I believe in you. Um, you know, we can, we're going to get through this. It's not going to be easy. Uh, but I'm trying to put courage into you. We can do this. And the other ones empower, um, giving power to people, you know, and, and I think if we could just, you know, really encourage and really empower each other, uh, we'll get through it.
0: All right. Well, the season opens up Uh, This week, a couple of big games uh, to start things off. At the beginning of the year, Jacksonville, then North Florida, and then next week, uh, FAU uh, conference play begins on December 10th against Syracuse. I'll be there on Saturday. I don't know exactly where, but maybe I'll wave long distance or need binoculars. Doesn't matter. I'll call the game with a big smile on my face and the very best of luck this year.
1: Awesome. Thank you, Joe. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone.